Hello, Namaste everyone. I welcome you all to the 31st session of Guru Bodha with Dr. M. B. Guraja sir. In the last class, there was a huge discussion on brahmacharya and sexual health and all. So I thought that it would be a good idea to uh, continue that same line of thought with one of the important uh, substance or medicinal herb of Ayurveda that is Shilajit. Guraja sir, can you please guide us through Shilajit? Shilajit is one of the most uh, appreciated, highly used drug, but at the same time, it is one of the most uh, controversial one because of its uh, sourcing. We don't know exactly from where the sourcing exactly takes place and there is a lot of uh, disputes regarding its uh, origin. Some accept it as a mineral and some accept it as a herbal and some as a combination of both, something like that. So Shilajit is one of the important uh, understanding that people have observed that Asphaltum Punjabinum, one of the plants which grows uh, particularly in the high altitudes of Himalayas uh, during the summer season because of uh, heat which the plant could not tolerate uh, makes the plant to exude some sort of liquids and that uh, liquid is uh, fallen on the uh, rocky surfaces of the mountains and they become a black issue over a period of time and that is being collected in the next next seasons by the vendors claiming it as shilajit. This is what uh, most accepted uh, form of it. And of course it is always naturally occurring then a um, lot of impurities will be there and we have got a lot of uh, procedures to purify it and there are methods of purifications and uh, shilajit is one of the important drug but at the same time it has its own uh, controversies, its own uh, purification methods, its own uh, stoppages somewhere you, you, you need to. Otherwise, it may tend to, instead of giving a good result, it may turn out to be a bad on you. So, so many things are there. So, it should be very careful while handling it. But this is one of the wonder drugs when compared to others in the field of mineral origin. Uh, it is a, a very you know, sophisticated uh, drug, you can call it. It can be used in many many conditions for uh, cholesterol management to some extent to obesity management to diabetic management and genetic urinary management and uh, of course for the sexual health and so many aspects that's why Acharya Charaka has very clearly said it is used as a rasayana one of the important uh, drug we has mentioned but present situation is in the market is not so good regarding its uh, sourcing we got we don't get uh, repeatedly similar type of material and of course the contamination is very high uh, unwanted materials will be mixed to that and uh, in the name of uh, gomutra shilajitu they will keep the, some blank uh, resinous material in uh, gomutra and make it uh, smell like uh, gomutra something like that the all sort of vendor related uh, marketing techniques everything will be done so but we should be very careful in handling these uh, particularly shilajit while prescribing as well as using it as it has a plus as well as minus the plus is because of its qualities and minus is because of its sourcing yes sir thank you for that introduction there and i have seen a lot of uh, varieties of uh, tests for shilajit to, to know whether it is pure or not can you please go through a few of that and are there any trustable brands that we can blindly follow or how to 
See, when it comes to the question of branding and in the market, most of the people, those who come out with, they don't want to tarnish their image and their brands. So they will do all sort of checks. But whether it is real Shilajitu or not, it's a big question mark many a times. And when Shilajitu is kept over the burning coal, it should not produce fumes. But if it is in a carbon-containing material from the herbal source, definitely it gives the fumes and the vapors. And of course, a taste bitters and it's a hot. A hot can be only understood when once it is taken in. It is not a typically physical hotness. And it tastes bitter. The bitterness can be brought in by adding something which is bitter and boiling some material in the bitter kashayas and then making it some bitter things can be incorporated into that. Whereas uh, Shilajitu, if it is kept in water, should yield streaks. That is also can be managed. But typically, when it is put on fire, it should burn totally. If that is the one, then we can accept it to some extent as a purest form of it. So probably that uh, this test itself indicates that uh, Shilajitu is some kind of a gum or resin. Sir, and you should not have any, say, organic material admixed. Otherwise, it would cause fumes. Right, sir? Yeah, it is a gum. It is from the organic source only. But it's fallen on the rocky surfaces of the mountains. And because of that combination, and when they scrape it and collect it, so some of the content of the mineral part also comes along with that. Yes, sir. And uh, there are like varieties of... Uh, I mean, purification procedures, etc. are also mentioned. Basically, there are two types of uh, Shodhana procedures. One is Surya Tapi, another one is Agni Tapi by using the fire and otherwise directly from the sunlight for a many number of days. Yes, sir. And here it says dry Shilajitu powder is taken in a big iron vessel, added with hot water, stirred well, next day filtered to separate solid particles. The water solution is uh, of Shilajit is collected and heated till it reaches boiling point. Again, two parts of water is added. You know, whatever is left behind after repeated heating with water is considered as Shilajit. Uh, and yeah, this is Agnitapi Shilajit that you are told. And heating is done under direct sunlight. So that is with the help of sunlight that is Suryatapi Shilajit. Uh, in the in the same procedure, in place of water, Trifla, Kashaya, cow urine, cow milk, uh, Bringaraja juice uh, can also be used. So probably in place of water, uh, using Trifla, uh, Gomutra, uh, cow milk or Bringaraja, these can be used, say, based on the disease to which we are targeting the treatment, sir? Definitely. When we are targeting something like Prameha are the genital urinary area, then it is better is Trifla uh, Kwata. And if it is for the purpose of scraping techniques or reducing the kapha, like uh, obesity and plagues and all such type of things, then it is better with the cow urine. And whenever we were uh, using it, uh, we were planning to use it for the purpose of Rasayana, then it is uh, cow milk or Bringaraja juice, which can be used for the purpose of Rasayana. So when Shilajitu is being used through those type of solvents, accordingly, even their qualities are also imbibed into that and for the purpose of uh, Rasayana effect. So that's the main, main area that is Sifulakwata. It is for the diabetes, UTI, and as well as obesity and even for the you know, uh, sexual um, disorders. 
our um, preferences and for the purpose of uh, removal of uh, you know, uh, cyst or fibroids or tumors or even fat or anti-obesity in that portion then we need to have a tikshna quality material that is the cow urine is one of the important tikshna dravya so that is used it's a penetrating one and when we need uh, something for the rasayana soothing one and uh, having a sufficient uh, qualities then snigdha in nature then cow milk and dungraja rasa is used for that purposes yes sir. and coming coming to its qualities master tarka has explained uh, it beautifully saying that it is anamla kashaya etc can you please explain its uh, qualities sir see first of all the sourcing is a very very tricky thing and uh, we don't know exactly from which source they are collecting and how it is coming uh, making it kashaya anamla or anything it can be done by using a peculiar type of combinations for the purpose of shodhana what we use we can make it as a kashaya anamla and all those things but variation in taste depending upon the material collected from the different sources will have it may be sometimes even anamla sometimes it may be even kashaya pradhana plus amrata will be there and of course if it is amla kashaya and all these things you end up in katupaka so no controversy over that nati ushna so if it is um, neither too hot nor too cold because it's um, it's considered as a mineral pitch the stone itself because of the heat it is getting leaked out maybe them some fossils type of things which is present inside the stones over the many many years maybe during rainy summer season due to the heat definitely there is a chance of melting it out but most of the researchers have found that it is asphaltum punjabinum plant is one of the important plant which gives a gummy material during summer seasons and that is collected in the name of shilajitu and it is used so anamla kashaya is not a big um, question mark here it's okay anamla or kashaya is the accepted varieties of taste it should be thank you dr sir and uh, regarding this fulvic acid uh, some people consider it to be fulvic acid is that acceptable sir no so when whenever in the market we find a shilajitu then it is subjected for chemical analysis then they found it as a fulvic acid fulvic acid is very common in a fossil uh, anything which comes out from the earth in that fashion so that may be the truth fulvic acid may be present in that but considering only as a fulvic acid as shilajitu is uh, something like nonsense which cannot be it is a part of it and it cannot be totally accepted as uh, shilajitu shilajitu do contain some quantity of fulvic acid thank you sir and and re- regarding its uh, uses apart from it being like a standalone medicine used in prameha obesity etc it it kind of gels well with uh, you know a variety of other medicines and we can use it as uh, say for the rasayana purpose it can be used in a variety of disorders isn't it sir definitely see it's one of the yogavahi dravya so any drug which is acting as a yogavahi it depends on the condition it definitely mixes with the thing it can be given with uh, ashwagandha it can be given with gokshura it can be given with chatavari so it can be given with trifala there are many number it can be purest form of shilajitu can also be given so there are pl- plenty of uh, place for this so it's not a you know primary thing that it can be given only in one or the two conditions it can be given in multiple occasions it's a multifaceted drug 
and very well acclaimed and uh, credited by the acharyas and coming to its uh, say wrong combinations acharya charaka himself has said that it is like not very ushna but he, uh, he again goes on to say, say that in the rasayana chapter of charaka chikitsa he says uh, that contraindicated foods while taking shilajitu or its uh, in with medicines in which shilajitu is main uh, ingredient he says that whichever is vidahi which causes excessive burning sensation or which is very heavy so such foods should not be taken along with it and also specifically he talks about kulatta or horse gram that it, it is to be awarded uh, can you please share your thoughts on this sir so definitely see basically one which is gunatmaka viruddha or guna viruddha so based on such type of qualities vidahi dravyas are not good along with shilajitu second thing heavy guru dravyas will not be good with shilajitu but while understand this while i telling this acharya has very clearly mentioned these things in the rasayana concept while explaining it so when you are using shilajitu for the purpose of rasayana these must be taken care of that it should be avoided maybe probably because of this reason in market there are some companies they are having uh, preparations the that preparations is targeted towards the renal calculus which do contain shilajit as well as horse gram in them as a combination probably because our intention is not as a rasayana purpose our intention is there as a something like it is chedana or one which is can be able to break vedana type of things that type of the activities are there can you please explain yoga vahi does it mean that the shilajit can be combined with many other substances and goes out well no yoga vahi means something like vata vata is also like that it is very clearly said yoga vahi param vayu samyoga tubhyarthakrit dahakrit tejasyukta shitakshit shitakrit soma samshayat vata when it combines with kapha it acts like cold vata when combines with pitta it acts as hot so one which is keva depending upon the situation and one who is its companion they are the one who is which may mixed with that or going with that so it accordingly it takes up in those direction it is somewhat like um, when a drug is given with a hot material even though its original quality is cold but it mixes with hot and it also try to become a hot in nature similarly when it is given to a cold drug definitely because of its uh, reasons and its uh, union definitely it goes with the other drug and makes more cold in nature so that's the reason similarly that uh, shilajit is also like that which can be either because it's anushna or anam what we call it it's not too hot or not too cold such type of material can gel with any other things but there are certain queries and certain contraindications are there that we should keep it in mind while prescribing and uh, there is this golden universal question which brands to trust with, re- with respect to shilajit definitely one who is there in the market since quite long time and people are using it like maybe baidyanath dabar uh, even um, like uh, dud papeshwa one who is uh, continuously present in the market with these products see whenever there is a problem with the product the product won't run in much in the market so it has to be something which can be capable of uh, giving some console to the prescriber as well as the one who consumes it if it is able to do it then definitely people will think that it uh, reasons are good and it is 
can be used so there are plenty of other sources also like government sourcing like midco and all those things they can also give you a good quality uh, shilajit so but thing is that the sourcing very important one so i know the practitioner we should be uh, always on our vigil that we had to try different varieties and come to our own conclusions conclusions rather than relying just on the brand right sir see there are two things one is if you have got sufficient space human resources and time then you go for making your own preparations if you don't have time and human resources and you are not able to collect these things then better rely on certain important brands at the companies which they are producing these things and then since they are in the market for quite a long time so that itself is the idea that what to do what not to be so very clearly when we want to go on to the you know uh, purchase a particular type of medicines we prefer so such brands that which can which are present in the market since quite long time that is one of the important thing that itself is a you know um, certificate something like that so there are like controversies regarding its identification and all it, it's still a, such an important uh, drug that you know acharya charaka explains like this in charaka chikitsana first chapter if administered with proper procedure uh, it produces especially in rasayana context he says it produces rejuvenating and aphrodisiac effects and cures a wide variety of diseases if impregnated with suitable decoctions it can alleviate all the three doshas uh, and he goes on to say there is no curable disease in the universe which is not effectively cured by shilajit of course when when administered with the appropriate time and all so very very important drug which can give us a lot of success in our clinical practices sir definitely it, it can be given you know success in practice but because of its sourcing we need to be very cautious otherwise sometimes um, uh, book or the grantha claims so many things but when you use a drug in the market bidding market may not give you result then you will just uh, go away from that uh, wordings of the acharya as well as from the system so they'll feel bad about that that um, of course nowadays it's been been uh, a common factor for almost many drugs in ayurveda sourcing is very important that's why we are going for uh, biotechnology and even cultivation something things of course even acharya has very clearly said don't use the things which is cultivated but unfortunately we are in such a era that we can't do uh, we can't help it we need to go for it in order to get the right kind of drug what's the common adult dose of shilajit that can be prescribed very safely sir usually it will be 2 rati to 8 rati that is 250 grams to maximum to maximum 1 gram but care should be taken that how to use it how long it should be used along with what anupana and what indication or what intention we are using it and you know because shilajit has become like a, such a big herb you know even common people also know about it and they also use uh, sometimes even without you know doctors consultation which can be harmful so uh, regarding its adverse effects does it cause any say uh, high blood pressure or any pitta aggravation related side effects sir in some people it may cause it depending upon the the method of uh, purification they are used or the combinations they have used and already pre existing conditions are there such people it may have but it not like that the person one who is not having hypertension then suddenly by consuming shilajit his bp will increase now such type of things will not happen 
those who are having a prerequisite conditions are almost already suffering or at the verge of getting hypertension and if they consume it then there is a chances but it's a comparatively very meager one and, and, uh, and in market usually what happens is any drug particularly with respect to indian market what i observed is anything which is tagged with something related with the sexual power automatically it is becomes something like a otc product rather than a prescribed product and definitely that people will rampantly use that without the prescription of the doctor so then there is a chances of even having a problem or contraindication controversies and even side effects could be much higher can celiac be taken on empty stomach or uh, before food after food which is a preferable time for administration see um, book says so many things so many things but in my practice what i have observed is this shilajatu whatever we use it in the form of a black solid the semi solid material do contain some portion of iron in it and preferably iron containing materials should be taken only after food otherwise if it is given with before food then there is a chance of causing a irritation so it is preferably after food is good one but if you have a very strong um, guarantee that that source is very good then you can try on and if is is not sukumara then such persons you can try with on the particularly on <coughs> before food otherwise it is preferably after food probably because of the iron and related some issues probably that is why it's probably considered as a little bit of vidahi effect is there right definitely that's the reason and can it be taken with tea or, or milk or water which one is the preferable drink along with it sir best anupana would be milk or jala these two are comparatively good can it cause acne or can it flare up acne no usually it won't but uh, that's what i said those who are having already a prerequisite condition in their body and their food habits are similar to that in that situation when they add it and then they put the blame on the shilajit but it is not the shilajit which is causing it's the total uh, food as well as the medicine and their behavior age group and everything if the same shilajit is given to a person of 60 years he won't develop any acne very typically acne is developed only in the particular age group so that is a contributing factors are come usually different it's only a supporting factor some questions have come why did acharya say not to use cultivated herbs cultivated versus natively found herbs see very clearly natively found is naturally occurring naturally survived naturally survived and one who could able to survive naturally will have definitely a very strong ability to survive and that strong ability to survive will help in curing the diseases whereas one which is grown which is always supported and always fed with some or the other type of um, fertilizers and such type of things are ajar has said not to use it but in those days there were plenty of forest land and plenty of plants and everything was available and that was acceptable but now there is a lot of restrictions we cannot produce get the forest produce so easily we need to be you know a lot of uh, stringent uh, rules and regulations are there so now it is better to go for a cultivated one at least we know that what is the material we have sown and what is grown and what is collected how it is collected what is the age of the plant everything otherwise when you are collecting it from the wild we don't know the exact age of the plant from which you are collecting the material 
so that is also one of the important thing we should keep in mind and i, I remember bm agresor's uh, uh, you know narration of uh, plants collected from natural sources and all he says that in a forest for example uh, a plant has to survive it has like survival instinct and it will be uh, it will be fighting a lot of bacteria and fungus all around molds and what not so in that survival instinct it, it uh, you know that survival instinct and antifungal and antibacterial quality, quality sort of get ingrained in those herbs which we which when we use those qualities will be you know those phytochemicals will be there in the herb and which becomes beneficial for us whereas in a in a cultivation itself is kind of an artificial process where we are giving a favorable environment for the herbs to grow with which may not be so beneficial that's the reason that's the reason usually one which is naturally grown it, it won't depend on any others for the purpose of its survival as well as even for the nutrition it to try to survive and it tries to get its its own material whereas if you are growing these materials somewhere you just try to observe that if you don't give water for four or five days it starts uh, shrinking and becomes dry that there is a difference between one which is artificially fed and taken care of and one which is naturally survives by its own methods definitely one which survives by its own method and definitely it has that typical type of capabilities in our gunas inside that which can survive all odds so that is the reason if survive all odds that type of quality if it is present in that such material is used as a medicine definitely it will help us to bring uh, come over the diseases uh, uh, just a unrelated topic there that we also have become the human beings also have become sort of a cultivated species rather than you know theory of natural selection is not there among amongst us the struggle for ex- existence we have sort of lost and we are like urbanized and living in our own cub- cubicles so probably we also have lost a little bit of that uh, you know fighting instinct and we are not as sharp as our grandfathers and ancestors that's the reason same reason next next generation will be even still further in a very bad shape because of these uh, type of things so we need to be you know somewhat we try to depend on or uh, try to get the sources which is natural as far as possible and we also should develop such a habits and activities that is of uh, you know something like that we can independently we can handle our situations but still it is a very big task may not be possible in present situation because we have been uh, grown up in such a arena and even an atmosphere that uh, we don't find such capabilities and of course there will be some people who have a inbuilt character in them and uh, there are some inbuilt strength that is vedic shamatva so they have a very good tendency to suppress the diseases but there are some they, they won't you know, go for it and definitely they will have a lot of issues and also mentally we have become so used to uh, getting food at the right time ordering in swiggy and zomato and you uh, especially the young, younger generation i always worry at least we have we grew up in the times of radios and newspapers and then later tv now we are exposed to this internet thing but our children are like totally born born in that and you know that is their world so probably they would need a little bit of shilaji to get some energy stamina and strength 
No, they need to be inculcated and they should be guided in such a direction that this is the thing what is happening, what you need to fix it. So that if we could able to uh, make them understand these things, definitely they will also change. But it is very difficult task when uh, there is a lot of onslaught on the media or something like that, or the TV media or something like that. Every day it is pouring information in a wrong direction and you are trying to reverse it in a, by one or two people like mother and father, a parent or a teacher, then it is very difficult to guide them. But of course, they should be able to uh, understand these situations. If they are able to understand the situations, then definitely they will change it themselves. Yeah, regarding inculcating courage or say use it using in depression and uh, to improve the mental aspects. Uh, Professor Shilajit is also very useful there as well, sir. See, the, all those things are uh, sankalpa. It is from the manas, atma. It, whatever the, uh, you say, it is gold is good, uh, Shilajit is good, Ashwagandha is good. It is all secondary. When it comes to the things happen accordingly, we need to be having some determination from the inside. It is a self-driven determination. Let me try this way. I, I should not be like this. From today onwards, I will not think in this direction. If such commitment and dedications and determination, you start doing it, slowly you turn towards a, a different direction. Otherwise, it's very difficult because presently the people or the generation is such that, that they don't able to, or even they don't have a ability to digest the failures. They have got a very, very big problem ahead of that. That's why the, the, those sophisticated countries, the developed countries, what we call, there we have a lot of uh, mental illness uh, personalities because of various their thoughts and understandings and they're unable to cope up with the failures and unable to cope up with the negatives. So they have a problem. In olden days, in, if you just observe your parents and uh, elders, if something goes wrong, they'll go to their uh, whatever the deity or the god. They'll um, ask them and they'll ask, it is up to you, you handle it. So they'll transfer this pressure to them directly and they'll keep their head cool but now we have a, uh, such a uh, mentality and generation that where is God we are asking such a things so that is the reason we, we need to have some vent and that important vent is missing nowadays because of our education science and so on and so on, and so on things so people think that if something like that it's a people if they say it, it is uh, there then uh, you in this era are, um, no? people will say from where to where the, the world has gone or you are still here, uh, something like that. So that is very, very important uh, that we need to understand handling the failures, accepting the failures is a must. And you cannot always have a sweet. You should be able to even prize the bitter. Then the things will be settled down. Yeah, and recently, you know, World Happiness index report was published and we were there somewhere i mean india is there like a 136 position and you know there was also a discussion whether you know how how true or how wrong it is and whatnot so i mean uh, and coming to the questions here what type of effect is vidahi with relation to iron content can you please explain vidahi means something which is ushna in nature it causes a typical daha See, that's where the term itself says, Daha is there and it is Vidaha or Vidahi. Vishista Daha it creates. Means typically it causes a burning sensation inside. 
or it causes a such a type of pain associated with burning so such type of things causes particularly when kulatta is also that type of thing when uh, capsicum is also having that type of thing when uh, sarshapa is having that type of thing that also depends on dose dependent not everything is aside a simple dose also they cause a disturb of vidahi vidahi things can be happen or be experienced sometimes depending upon the different type of drugs different dosage forms and doses so this vidahi can be understood felt it is something like a typical burning or ushnata Uh, regarding its iron content in the modern medicine it is said that iron should not be taken along with milk or other calcium supporting products as it hampers its absorption instead of it uh, it is recommended to take iron supplements with vitamin c to aid absorption is it true with the ayurveda products but shilajit is okay with milk because it doesn't contain much of an iron content so yes it, it doesn't contain much of an iron but there is some iron in that but thing is that very clearly See, our acharyas are so clever. They understood that in the presence of vitamin C, the absorption of iron increases. That's why we have got ayaskriti. Very typically mentioned, uh, iron vessel is uh, smeared with the paste of amalaki, uh, this one, kalka, and it is then later dried and scraped to collect this. And which uh, amalaki is also you might have observed, it has a special capacity to uh, imbibe the loha. It absorbs. If you just keep the stainless steel uh, spoon. in a container of amalaki for few months then you just take it out it will be just corroded because it has a special capacity to imbibe that so that is the reason uh, our acharyas are also very clever they understood they had observed the things and they have given our products also like ayaskriti that is the reason which is particularly with vitamin c rich products are given with thing and that's why even in punarnava mandura saptamrita loha is again so many things are there everywhere loha when it is there it is always associated with trifula or something like that which is sour material even for the loha shodhana marana that the purification incineration procedure trifula kashaya is used through and throughout yes trifula is one of the wonderful combination because it is tridoshyamaka and it has got its own Uh, ability of uh, cleansing as well as promoting activities that's the reason um, acharyas have used tripula as one of the important solvent now for a vata prakriti person uh, can shilajit be used if if so with what preferable anupanas so preferably with milk for a person who is vata prakriti in nature otherwise if your intention is to increase its uh, bubukshata you can even give with the cow ghee but preferably for the rasayana effect or the wholesome effect it is better to give it with milk can it be given in people with uh, above 50 60 years especially if you have decreased decreased amount of physical activity sir definitely you can give it to even aged people uh, there is no harm in it but that's the thing that how long you can give it it should be better restrict to one or two months then give a break then little bit once again for one or two months and avoid during summers because it is of uh, vidahi guna is there summer is not a ideal uh, timing for the these type of medicines in the elderly that type of uh, giving gaps like one month and again continuing for two months and again giving, stopping it for one month uh, that i learned exclusively from you and uh, have been following it and uh, even if someone is like for example chavam prash or any rasayana they are taking because they are taking from the market and we cannot really be sure that whether they are adding preservatives or not i use the same method even for other rasayanas including chavam prash also like use it for two months and a month gap 
see using for two months or something like that and giving a gap is it's a totally a typical way of helping our body to absorb those material in a proper manner you observe that even snehana procedure acharya says seven days maximum that's enough afterwards if you continue once again it won't absorb similarly here also and if you eat sweets every day what will happen by the 10th day or 11th day you will have aversion towards the sweet you should give a gap and then you should take some bitter something like that and then once again you start eating then once again you will relish on that so that's the reason we need to understand that why acharyas are given this type of cycles or pattern of uh, consumption that is one of the important thing in order to keep up the bubukshita for this particular drug in the body and as well as avoiding aversion the best thing what they are suggested is then i'm mean, the other part of it see nowadays it's a shilajitu and it's a comparatively it's a mineral pitch we don't know the sources then there is a possibility and of course shodhana has been be done whether done properly or not if it is done that's good otherwise then there may be chances of causing some sort of bad effects on the body also so in order to avoid those effects there should be some natural time should be given to the body to cleanse its unwanted things from the body so the, for that purpose we need to give a gap in between i do this a uh, gap method especially in uh, like um, people who have insomnia etc uh, though we are giving um, though it is just a temporary say exam stress related insomnia and, and all and we suggest very mild as like very small dose of ashwagandha and all but if that habit continues the mind becomes kind of addicted or dependent on if i take only ashwagandha then only i will sleep that can happen so better to maintain gap there as well sir so definitely for everything people have a tendency to develop a dependency it may be for food it may be for drugs it may be for anything so that that's the reason we need to give some breaks in the cycle if you give that break then definitely things will be in a natural go for a long run yeah, and coming to its avrishya or aphrodisiac effect does it improve sperm count useful in premature ejaculation erectile dysfunction where it is most effective just a simple shilajitu if it is given it is something like rasayana to some extent it is aphrodisiac vajikarana but when it is combined with either gokshura either shatavari or vidari or ashwagandha or kapikachu something like that if you make a combination then it will be much more uh, penetrative and much more result oriented combination so that can be given in for aphrodisiacs where there is a viryakshinata arkshaya and as well as in male erectile dysfunction such type of things in both the conditions it can be used can it increase bone health and thereby contribute to increasing height i get this height increasing questions always related with ashwagandha and shilajit very frequently the big answer is no it won't help to increase the height of a person height of the person is predetermined and is gene mediated and it is what we called as inherited from our parents and our thing and we need to just give a certain material to grow we cannot even claim scientifically that when i was a young boy of 10 years then by the age of 25 i will be 6 feet no we cannot that type of thing cannot be possible so it's only a claim by the people but it cannot be justified so for the purpose of increasing a height if somebody wants to take medicine my sincere suggestion is don't take it because there 
nowadays it has decreased but there were continuous advertisement on height increase like uh, massage and maybe say bone strengthening herbs such as laksha with some amount of calcium with uh, this strengthening herbs like shilajit in below 18 years is there any chance any percentage see that's the reason i said if you want to check this drug whether it going to increase your bone health only in two aspects you need to check it up one is after 25 years of age you give the same material and expect to grow further more which is not possible second thing with any uh, fractures or certain type of things are there use in those condition shilajitu and you observe whether it's a early for callus formation takes place and the bone health uh, bone heals very fast then we can accept it as some effect on that we don't find such effects as such so it, it's a claiming that it will going to increase your uh, height and all those things is uh, i don't accept it to use it whether we have to go with uh, panchakarma necessarily or can it be given without even panchakarma see just for the rasayana purpose if you are using it is better to go with panchakarma then followed by you use the shilajitu for the purpose of rasayana otherwise just for sake of diabetes or something like that or a sexual disorder something like that you want to use shilajitu you can use it directly as a shamana type of thing the only reason is if your intention is to go for the shilajitu rasayana then better once you cleanse it with panchakarma detoxify yourself and then go for the shilajitu rasayana and uh, there's a question regarding osteoporosis May- maybe with uh, you know bone strengthening and anti sandhivata herbs shilajitu can be a very good uh, inclusion sir See that can, that's what I said. It is a yoga vahitravya. You can add it to anything, which will very easily combine and help in that direction. But when we have got better drugs for maintaining the osteoporosis, why we want to one everywhere we want to go behind the shilajit? It is not necessary. We have got all the calcium group of drugs, sudha vargaya dravyas, shankha, pravada, mukta, mukta shukti, katika, laksha. and even astishrunkala there are plenty of drugs are there for that purpose even arjuna to some extent so all these are helpful in bone formation bone matrix formation then why you want to go behind a drug which is very rarely available and very costly comparatively coming to its uh, effectiveness in obesity uh, master charaka has uh, clearly mentioned this from charaka samhita sutsana 21st chapter astavindithiya adhyaya in which you know heavy body weight or obesity is also uh, one of the not so desirable uh, attributes of the body while in the sutrasana itself along with say guruji men- mentioning about musta trifula etc or even honey with uh, bilopanchamula etc shilajit is also explained so very good herb to be used uh, for obesity sir see definitely it is the vidaya dravya and ushna dravya our intention is to reduce the body bulk definitely we use such a shilajit which is being put to subjected to shodhana in cow urine that's why it's the gomutra shilajit is very very famous for this obesity things once i had an opportunity that one fellow came to me with saying that we use it in gomutra shilajit sir you just check it up it's a smell it's like gomutra pampering on that part then i said you just keep anything in gomutra next day it smells like gomutra so don't claim all these things whatever you have done it is a gomutra you just tell that no problem gomutra shilajitu sir it is gomushilajitu we accept it but don't say that it will smells like gomutra anything kept in the gomutra can become a smell like gomutra with that next day so it's not a big issue 
so but we need to understand that what combinations and how we, we need to use and which indications we are intended to using it so depend on those things we need to make a combinations because it's one of the important yoga vaidravya it very easily behaves with the group any drug which is added so probably with, for obesity trifala uh, is uh, kind of a universal trifala kashaya trifala chuna can be a very good combination for this trifala kashaya can be combination very good combination but preferably such shilajit should be shodita in kavurin then the result will be much better coming from obesity to say cholesterol uh, or you know its effectiveness in uh, atherosclerosis management I, I caught hold of another reference uh, this is in charaka sutra sana 24 chapter uh, mada murcha treatment in in that acharya charaka says in the case of intoxication and fainting the patient should be administered with panchakarma therapies after snehana swedana depending on the strength of patient and kalyanaka krita mahatitaka krita sharpala krita can be given and trifala along with the ghee honey along with uh, sugar shilajit uh, can be given there milk pipali chitraka with milk uh, these are options he says uh, uh, probably they are in this context they are talking about uh, opening up of the blocked blood vessels leading to increased blood flow uh, thereby reviving the patient definitely they because when any drug which is penetrative in nature vidahi sukshma and rasayana all rasayana dravyas are sukshma in nature they penetrate deep into the tissues so that's the reason all those pramati dravyas even rasayana dravyas even corrosive things all will have a tendency to penetrate very deep into the tissues that's the reason which is used in the all blockages mada murcha and these conditions are also accepted in ayurveda as a blocked way so that needs to be opened up for the vata to move in a proper direction so that's the reason shilajit has found a place there and i have seen many people using it in like wherever they are targeting uh, uh, atherosclerosis or hypercholesterolemia treatment they include shilajit in their combinations definitely you can they can use it but only with the simple plain shilajit the result may not be seen until unless you mix it with some uh, like removal like gugulus or even some amla rasadravyas bhavana with that something like that if you make that type of shilajitu then it will be very good and it will give result and which which touches the topic of uh, aphrodisiac does it have any effect on testosterone and does it increase size sir usually it little bit helps to increase testosterone but not too many extent but increasing the size it's a big question mark it's only once again a blame game or something like that um, taboo but people will always think of something like they want to have a bigger may extend in talia it's also once again just like the how they claim that this uh, shilajit will going to help in increasing the height similarly this one and that cannot be possible and coming to its a uh, use in prameha varieties of urinary tract disorders along with uh, uh, including diabetes uh, it is very frequently used in uh, used in diabetes that's why take the biggest of the names of uh, medicines used in diabetes like diabetic one of himalaya or hyponate many contain shilajit sir 
definitely shilajit has a typical role in the reproductive system as well as genital urinary system so that's the reason all the preparations which is targeted to these areas at these strothas will do contain in some of the other forms shilajits so there again this rasayan or tissue regeneration effect and reviving the functions of kidney uh, that is where it is more useful no it, it helps in urination to some extent clearing the strothoses and uh, tissue damage is a big question mark but it is a being a rasayana dravya there is a possibility uh, uh, Red summer. I I, did, I could not get the reference because shortage of time. I think Ch Master Charaka has told that in case of Prameha, when everything fails and uh, the Vaidya is not so successful in treating the Prameha and the patient is in, is lose, losing hope, then patient should be given Shilajit continuously in higher doses. So that can be given, but nowadays it's a Consumer Protection Act, and so things are there. and uh, counter productivity will be also there so we should be very careful regarding the serum creatinine and urea and already this person is in diabetic since so many years and uncontrolled and is having lot of trouble and kidney disease already manifested so in that ckd type of patients and if you are just simply by the based on the lines of ayurveda you just pump the shilajit then there may be chances of that you your yourself landing in trouble so don't do that type of things it should be done in a step manner just one day you give it and observe it or three days you give it and observe it and go for the blood investigation if creatinine and these things are not increased then it is better and patient subjective feeling is also good then you can go on further adding it so that is the way we need to handle these type of diseases and simply just acharya said because those time when acharya said the diseases were same but the drugs were very superior when compared to present era so we are in a such a time where there is a lot of contamination adulteration and substitutions are there so it is very difficult to simply acharya you know, said and uh, thinking on those lines and you are implying uh, those material in present context then we may not get every time the results that's the reason identification of the right kind of a drug is always a important factor and we need to understand that a right drug a right combination and a right indication and a right person all these things should match then only we'll have a result coming to your experience with shilajit what are the important medicines that you regularly use on your patients and also which diseases you remember shilajit like right away usually i use shilajit in the form of chandra prabhavati this is the most rampantly used drug by me i use it chandra prabhavati other than that to some extent i use shilajit vadivati and very rarely i use a single shilajit purified shilajit that's that's a simple reason that because of the source i have got my own doubt regarding the source of that material that's why i avoid it because in chandra prabhavati there are plenty of ingredients are there and the dose or quantity of shilajit is comparably less so it won't be much a big thing but when shilajit alone to be used i need to be very careful that's the reason i don't use it in such type of thing and to some extent dabar shilajit is also good i have observed in some cases otherwise largely i go don't go for a alone drug of shilajit for many purposes can it be used in teenagers with delayed onset of puberty so we need to understand 
see many people will have problem for example if a person is deprived of calcium you are pumping lot of calcium but still body won't take it and your intention is that that whatever the calcium i am giving from outside will go and settle in the places where it is deprived but it is not happening see when in the modern medicine people give lot of uh, calcium tablets for the osteoporosis thinking that osteoporosis will be rectified but instead of rectifying the osteoporosis the persons will develop atherosclerosis that calcium is going somewhere and settling in somewhere else so we don't know what to do with these two things that's the reason i said we should be very clever and very clear in our thoughts see whenever there is an agni inside accordingly to meet it those agni we need to give some drug that drug will be digested by that particular agni or pachana can be done by that agni then that is imbibed into the sharira so otherwise simply that we are pumping in shilajit is there with us and we are giving it it may not give you result instead it may give you some wrong effects so you should be very very careful in these type of things agni is very important that's why acharya has very clearly said all the diseases are due to mandagni agni is very important if agni is proper present inside then only the disease can be rectified so our intention is to increase the agni that's why the reason in many of the endocrine disorders what nowadays we treat we try to increase the agni in that gland so that that the gland will produce its um, um, functions or the way it produces it uh, um, hormones in a proper manner by inside we are not trying to give any externally artificial hormones to replacement we try to make the gland to work by its own naturally that is the typical difference between ayurvedic practice and an allopathic approach and the last question of the day i mean can it be used in female or should be should we be taking precautions there yeah it should be with a precaution we can use it in even in female no issues those who are diabetic in female usually it comes after 45 then there is no problem if even testosterone increases also there will be no issues as such so but it is uh, typically a uh, little bit of uh, support to the testosterone will be there so better to use it with a caution in young women so that wraps up today's session lot of questions and thank you very much for uh, answering all of them with lot of patience thank you sir <laughs> thank you thank you all for your patience hearing So thank you all for active participation. See you in the next class next Sunday. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.